Hi there, and welcome to the Have I Ever Loved Myself podcast, a safe space to talk about daily struggles, relationships, and ways to practice self-love. My name is Maria, and I've been struggling with my mental health and self-hatred for years, until I realized that the only way to achieve your optimal health and performance is through self-love. So I started my journey and created this podcast to share what I've learned, and hopefully we can help each other overcome whatever it is you're struggling with. Hi, everyone, and thank you for tuning in and listening again. I am back with a new episode, and today we're going to be talking about dependencies, uh, whether it is on a person, whether it is on a feeling. Uh, we're all, to a degree, dependent on something, right? So it can be um, dangerous when we become codependent in a relationship, for example, or when we become code- when we become dependent on, say, a feeling that the alcohol gives us, and it turns into a physical addiction and something like that. This can be quite detrimental to you. Um, it doesn't have to be that terrible as uh, as any like you become um, you harm yourself or you become an actual addict. But being unhealthily dependent on anything, I strongly strongly believe that it's really really bad. So that's why one of the resolutions that I practice in my life is that I do not. I use everything that can get me dependent very strategically. For example, alcohol. I I do drink and I don't think it's bad. I just think you have to be healthy and strategic about it. For example, I know it's really, really hard to drink because to not drink because of social pressure, just because you're going out and everybody's having fun and everybody will be sort of low-key shaming you for not drinking just because for them, uh, it, will, it, it is associated with like being boring and being not cool. And I understand that. I completely understand the feeling. But uh, again, like for example, I use alcohol very strategically. I know that if, for example, I am drinking on Saturday uh, and I want to have fun and I feel like drinking, okay, I will eat healthy before. I will make sure I get a healthy amount of sleep after. I will make sure I drink a lot of water. But then for the week, after, I will not plan anything that will involve uh, a lot of drinking. I may have like one drink, or but I probably won't have any. And I will be absolutely honest with the person I'm with. I will be like, hey, uh, I kind of don't want to because uh, I have a hard day tomorrow. I have an early morning and I just don't feel like it. Because let's be honest, even one drink affects us a lot. Uh, it affects our sleep. It affects uh, our mood. It affects the recovery the next day. So. Again, um, I I understand the pressure, but um, anything that can get you dependent in life is not good. Same with caffeine. That was my most recent discovery. I recently gave up caffeine and my sleep has improved so much. I've had trouble sleeping. Not, not nothing, nothing crazy, but uh, my sleep was not perfect for a long time. And when I gave up caffeine, I was absolutely shocked by how how much it changed my sleep and my energy levels, and also my anxiety. So, um, and of course, here we, to, we, talk, we mostly talk about relationships, right? So, being emotionally dependent on a person is very, very harmful to you. And I've been there. I'm speaking from my personal experience. Uh, I've had relationships where I let myself be rely too much on the person and sort of like become my everything and go to them for everything, um, for any of my needs. I would expect them to satisfy them. And I would almost have like physical symptoms when they are not around. They were not around me. And when um, they 
kind of like couldn't satisfy my need. So um, I think we all agree at this point that every dependency is unhealthy. And um, but if we do have them, first of all, like first uh, step to overcoming everything is to forgive yourself. You are just human and it's perfectly normal that we all have traumas. We all have hard experiences. We all have things that affected us in our childhood. And it's perfectly normal that these things manifest themselves in a certain way in our lives. So there is no shaming. There is no guilt here. There is no blame. This is this is just how things are. And even if you are already aware of it, that's already a step forward. So again, like a healthy degree of dependency, I feel, I feel like it's fine. Uh, like if you're in a relationship and you depend on your partner, I don't know, to drive you somewhere once in a while, or maybe if you don't have time to, if you promise them you'll cook dinner and then you don't have time and they got your back, or maybe they help you with certain things that they are good at and you can help them with things that you are good at. And this is okay. But the crucial component here is that you know that you are a self-sufficient, self-reliant person overall. And this is just a thing you choose to depend on them on. Uh, this is not something you cannot live without. And if they're not here, doesn't mean you cannot get this thing done. And if they're not here, doesn't mean your world is over. And this is where dependencies, uh, emo emotional dependencies become very dangerous. Uh, and um, let's talk about some signs that uh, you might be emotionally dependent. So if you consistently feel like you, you cannot be alone, uh, whether it's, I'm not even talking about romantic relationships necessarily. Some people are, are dependent on their parents. Some people are dependent on their friends. It can be honestly anything depending on the situation. So, but if you feel like you cannot be alone and you constantly need to be close to the specific person, um, otherwise you don't feel like yourself, you don't feel well, that's a sign. Uh, you have an insecurity that you cannot do certain things uh, without them that you won't be able to manage, you won't be able to cope with problems on your own. Um, then you feel like if you don't have this relationship, you're not good enough. Um, and you start obsessing about losing them. You feel like without them, you will not survive. You won't be able to neither emotionally nor financially or whatever it is for you. Um, and then, yeah, it's just you fear so much and you're so anxious and you let them kind of like determine your well-being. So you don't see them as a separate entity that has their own mind and their own problems. And sometimes, believe it or not, you cannot, you may not be the first thing in their mind. And that's okay. But for you, it causes such pain that you physically cannot handle it. So you become, become so fine-tuned to their behavior and every little change in patterns, every little change in, the to in their tone, anything, it will just uh, basically trigger you and it will send you down this anxiety path where you just cannot think about anything else and you have to like confront them and try to, try to get close to them. And this is especially dangerous when they are avoidant because it pushes them further away. So um, yeah, this is not, not, not a great place to be in. And um, basically, it prevents you from being from being happy and from enjoying your own company. The thing is, uh, what you need to understand is that essentially we are all alone. And having a partner does not guarantee that you will never feel lonely. Having a friend does not guarantee you will not never be alone. 
even like living with someone does not guarantee you will never ever be alone. Something can happen to your partner or you can break up, friends fall out. Uh, I don't know, people move, people do all kinds of things. And essentially the only person that will always be here is you. So you have to, have to, have to, have to, have to be comfortable with being alone. And if you are feeling like you cannot be happy if the other person is not happy, this is and this is not a good place to be because again, we cannot control other people. We can only control ourselves. And when you regain control of your own feelings and of your own well-being, this will be so empowering and so liberating that uh, you will never want to go back. And yeah, this fear of like being alone, it comes from dependencies too. So ideally, the state that um, we want to get to is interdependency, where, uh, as I mentioned before, it's kind of like a healthy degree of dependency on another person. Uh, so it's perfectly fine to ask your partner for help or ask your friend to help you move or ask your coworker to help you with a report. That's totally fine. But at the same time, you have to know that if they say no, it doesn't mean they don't like you, they hate you, they uh, don't respect you, they don't want to be with you. It doesn't mean any of those things. It can literally mean that they're busy or they just don't have the, have the capacity today or they have something else on their mind or something happened and they're swamped at work. So honestly, it could be any number of reasons. So learning to not take these rejections personally would be um, one of the most important things to kind of like train yourself on and to learn to deal with if you want to overcome this dependency. Because sometimes people actually mean what they say. Sometimes people say, hey, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm busy today or I'm tired. They're actually busy and tired. And they just, for them, it would be kind of like violating their own, I don't know, their own comfort to help you, which is unfair of you to demand of them in the first place, right? So um, the key here is to kind of like work on your self-concept. I know that self-concept is um, is a word that's normally used for manifestations and all these um, things that might be considered considered a bit woo-woo. But um, what I mean here is uh, you have to work on loving yourself and you have to work on your self-esteem. And um, you kind of like have to expose yourself to your fears to realize that everything is going to be fine. So, for example, if your partner is away for three days and you need to do something, don't, for example, don't wait for them to do this thing, this thing. Just go and get it done yourself or have this, like, Friday night alone, which is, if it's, like, usually, for me, for example, in my last relationship, Friday night was always a night where we went on a date. And now that I don't have that, the first Friday nights were really, really tough for me. And now I'm actually looking forward to them. So I deliberately... Like at some point, I deliberately was not making plans for a Friday night to learn to be comfortable on my own and to kind of like re-experience what it's like. Uh, it was really, really scary and it got me really sad at, at first because I was looking at all these like groups of friends and couples who were having fun. But then you kind of like let yourself feel these feelings and you realize that it doesn't mean anything. Um if you didn't make plans on a Friday night, does it mean that you'll be forever alone? No. Does it mean that you're a loser who cannot make plans? No, that's not true. This is just catastrophizing one of the things that our brain does when we are panicking and when we are anxious. 
So uh, if you're exposing yourself to these things over and over, and if you kind of like get to the bottom of your fears, um, this will slowly, slowly, it's not, again, like, yeah, it's not an easy job, but it will go away. The thing is, um, you'll be, it's much more scary to forever be dependent on another person for your happiness than exposing yourself to these small um, amounts of loneliness or maybe um, helplessness that, 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 that would feel like helplessness at first, but then it will go away. So, and then if, again, you have to like look deep inside to see what the issue is here. Of course, we all have traumas. Um, I'm not going to be, not going to reinvent the wheel say, uh, here by saying that uh, everything comes from child, from your childhood. So you probably had some sort of an event or a traumatic occurrence in your childhood, what, what that provoked you, that triggered this like abandonment trauma. And um, it's your job to kind of like see where it's coming from and to identify your triggers and to figure out how to work with them. The key also is repetition. So first, uh, first as I said, awareness. Awareness is really, really important. And uh, once you're aware, you just have to figure out your coping strategies and repeat them over and over and over. And that's what I've been trying um, to help people to do. And the feedback that I'm getting is very, very overwhelmingly good. And I'm really, really happy that um, people are actually working on um, their fear of, on overcoming their fear of being alone, of um, overcoming their assumption that you have to be in a relationship to be happy. And this is really, really rewarding for me. Um, so yeah, if you want to work with me, uh, you can message me on Instagram or on TikTok at uh, Have I Ever Loved Myself. Uh, I'll be launching my uh, new program soon, which is very exciting. And I will send you all the info. And thank you for listening. Again, I hope I hope that was helpful to you. And um, again, my format is I, I'm talking to you like I would talk to my best friend. Like if my best friend uh, came to me for advice, uh, this is what I would tell them. And this is a format. I don't edit it. I have a very, um, very rough outline. So there is no not a lot of planning that goes into this. I just talk to you and I have like open and honest conversations and I hope you find them relatable and helpful. Thanks so much for listening. Please give this podcast five stars if you enjoyed it and consider leaving a review. I would really appreciate it. I share a lot of personal stuff on this podcast and it would mean a lot to me to know if it's helpful and get some feedback. You can also follow me on TikTok at Have I Ever Loved Myself where I share my daily tips and motivation. Thanks again and see you in the next episode.